Hello everyone, it's Ashley with Amare, owner and founder of Amare Healing Arts, Plastic Surgery Recovery Center, and Holistic Clinic, specializing in manual lymphatic drainage. We have two locations in New Jersey, Highland Park and Elizabeth, and I also offer virtual consults if you're not in New Jersey but still need help with your recovery. You can give the office a call at 732-841-0142 to set up your sessions. We have our post-op shop where we offer post-op supplies like lipofoams and BBL pillows and I teach you guys how to use those products with the videos that we have on our product page. That's amarepostopshop.com. We also have our online courses where I teach you guys what massages you would need after plastic surgery, when to get your massages, who to get them from, what the lymphatic system is, what lymphatic massages actually are, and all the research that you would need on your post-op massages and finding a lymphatic therapist. All of these links are in our bio as well as in the description boxes, so you guys can go and check that out. I will see you guys soon. Ashley with Amare. Bye! Everyone, Ashley with Amare. So today we are going to talk about skin redraping. Um, it's the process where after surgery, after liposuction, primarily liposuction, um, where your skin reattaches to your body. We're going to get into the technicality of it. It doesn't really reattach. Your skin is never detached from your body during a liposuction procedure. Um, let's back it up, back it up, back it up and talk about what lipo is first. Um, First of all, for you guys listening on the Spotify, I would definitely suggest watching this video on our YouTube um, so that you can see what I'm talking about, um, like with my hands when I show you stuff. Um, so hop on over to our YouTube, Amari Healing Arts on YouTube. Um, for you guys on Instagram, hey. <laughs> uh, okay, so liposuction. Here's the process. They make a little incision. They go in and fill you up with tumescence fluid. If you don't know what tumescence fluid is, I have an entire video on it, Spotify on it. Go listen and go watch. So they fill you up with the tumescence fluid. The tumescence fluid inflates you and it helps give the surgeon room to go in with the cannula. Um, it also helps contract your blood vessels so they don't bleed as much. So it's safer for you um, during surgery so the surgeon can work better. So we have this space from the tumescence fluid. They go in with the cannula to suck the fat out, break the fat up, whichever smart label, visor label, whatever they're doing, whatever kind of cannula they're using. They go in there, they take the fat out, right? So your skin is the outermost layer, right? Then you've got, you know, collagen and all those proteins and stuff. You've got like these little anchoring connective tissue pieces, and then you've got fat, and then you've got muscle, right? And connective tissue and a bunch of layers in between, right? So the layer they're taking out is the fat. So they're Yes, it's underneath the skin, it's close to the skin, but they're never really detaching your skin from your body. So what is skin redraping, right? Um, so when we talk about skin redraping, it's the process where your collagen is rebuilding under your skin. Your elastin, the protein collagen and the protein elastin are rebuilding under the skin to help tighten your skin again and bring it back to that new base level. So when we take out the fat, from inside, from that in-between layer, we have the muscle and the tissue, and we've got the skin and the tissue, and that inner layer is fat, which they're taking out. 
what happens is when you break tissue in the body at any point or remove tissue or get an injury or anything is broken, lymphatic fluid, um, form, well, also known as swelling, so lymphatic fluid forms, um, comes to the area, it doesn't form, it kind of leaks out into the area, and that lymphatic fluid has white blood cells, proteins, fats, and water in it. That is meant to heal you, protect you, and cushion you in that area where you had the damage done or the lipo done, the fat taken out. So the fluid fills that space where the fat was pushing your skin further away from your new baseline, which is where your connective tissue and muscles and all of that are. Um, so the bottommost layer. And that middle layer is your fat, and the outermost layer is like your skin. Let's think about it like that, right? So when we're talking about skin redraping or skin reattaching after lipo, a big concern that you guys have is having loose skin. This is the point where before surgery, you need to speak with your surgeon about your loose skin situation because they will feel they should be putting your, their hands on your body and feeling your elasticity of your skin, how tough your skin is, how it bounces back to be able to tell you if you're going to have loose skin. That also depends on how much lipo, how much fat they're taking out during the liposuction procedure. So the more fat you take out, the more loose skin you're going to have. It's kind of like deflating a balloon. Um, now, this is not always the case. This is just generally speaking for educational purposes. This is why you need to speak with your surgeon about loose skin and make sure they are actually hands on the body, looking at you, touching you, feeling your skin to make sure that it's going to snap back properly, checking your, you know, elasticity for your skin. So we have the elastin protein and the collagen. And when you go through surgery and you swell, it pushes your skin away from that baseline. Two extremely important things for making sure if your doctor already told you you're not going to have loose skin, two extremely important things you need to be on top of it with are having a proper compression garment that doesn't over compress you and squeeze the crap out of you. Um, and two, you're swelling, making sure you're getting proper manual lymphatic drainage massages that will help reduce the loose skin issue. So let's break that down a little bit. Um, as I've been saying, <laughs> the swelling fills up that interstitial space or that space where your fat was, right? That in-between space and kind of stretches your skin, balloons you out and you look puffy, right? Or you look like really, really swollen. So getting that swelling out is the most important thing for skin retraction and skin redraping. Why? Because that little space in there is going to fill up with scar tissue if we don't tell it, hey, we don't need to make new tissue here. Let's get all of this lymph fluid out of here. Let's process this out through manual lymphatic drainage. Let's have your lymph system reabsorb it so that your body doesn't think it needs to fill that space with new tissue, which is how fibrosis and scar tissue come about. So getting the swelling out is the most important thing because the longer you have fibrosis and the longer you have swelling, the longer it's going to take for skin redraping. Now, skin redraping usually happens at around one month to three months post-op. Um, it can take way longer, but why that timing is so crucial, elastin and collagen, the two proteins that need to build back up after you've been cut, those need to start re like building in your body and your skin needs to start healing in your body and we want your skin to heal to the new baseline. We don't want it to heal to fibrosis and it won't heal and it'll stay loose if you have swelling in there which can stay up to six months, eight months, a year after liposuction. So if you're still looking pudgy and kind of like really like flabby after your liposuction, it may very well be the swelling is still in there and the skin hasn't come back yet. So again, 
while we're in this crucial period at that one to three months of your collagen and your elastin for your skin reforming and creating those new bonds and healing, we want to make sure there's nothing in between that baseline and your skin where all of that collagen and elastin is coming back to make sure that your skin heals tight and nice. So how do we make sure that we have that on lock and we're not waiting and there's nothing in between that space so the skin doesn't heal weird? Manual lymphatic drainage to get your body to reabsorb the swelling so you can pee it out in a proper garment. Now, we're going to take a little left turn here with the garment situation. If your garment is too tight, yes, too tight, not too loose. If your garment is too tight, it will cut off circulation. It will stop your lymph system from moving and it will create fibrosis, which is an immediate barrier for skin redraping. So that's number one. If it's too tight, it's going to cause problems with skin redraping. Number two, if you are not wearing a garment, your swelling is going to be out of control, pushing that skin further and further and further away from its new baseline, from where it's supposed to be kind of reattaching, right, or healing to. So loose garments, like I personally hate the Morena garments, the Morena brand garments, because they are extremely elastic and extremely loose. And when you swell, the garment stretches. And the only thing that actually holds you or cuts into you, because it doesn't fit right, is the seams of the garment. So then you wind up with nasty garment burn. You wind up with pieces of skin missing all over your body. All these random, you know, weird little, like, burn looking pieces of skin missing because the garment is not holding you. It's stretching as you swell. And then that netting material of the Morena garments, that elastic is ruining your skin. So making sure you have an actual garment. Now I'm going to say this, whatever garment you have, if it is loose and it's not exactly fitting you snug, the way that it should. Now, how should a garment fit? I have lots of videos on this on the YouTube as well as a couple on the Spotify and tons on the Instagram, but it's easier to find the garment videos that I've talked about this in on YouTube. Um, if it is too loose and it's not fitting right, that is a better situation than it being too tight because it being too tight, like I said, is going to stop the lymphatic system. It's going to cause a backup of swelling. You're going to wind up with more swelling. You're going to wind up with fibrosis because nothing's flowing and nothing's moving. So how do we solve this problem in whatever garment you're in? If it's a little bit loose and you, it's like on the last hook, the tightest hook, and it's a little bit loose, get the MRI lipo foams and pad your garment. One, it's going to create soft, moderated compression. So it's going to fill that space softly so that it's going to increase lymphatic movement um, on top of making sure you're not crushing yourself, number one. And number two, it's going to help with skin redraping. Why? Because again, if your skin is not down to that baseline, granted there is swelling in the way, we still have to get manual lymphatic drainage, we still have to get that swelling down. But as your swelling's coming down to speed up this whole like skin redraping process or skin reattachment process, to speed this up, as your swelling is coming down, your garment, you're supposed to move the hooks down in the garment or get a smaller garment so that you can keep up with where your body's at, not squeeze the living daylights out of you. So keeping up with that and making sure that your skin is always evenly and comfortably compressed, not squeezed, but comfortably held to your body is gonna help with skin redraping. So the Amari lipo foams in your garment, everywhere you had lipo, 360 all the way around in all those areas to help, help hold your skin to your body to help it redrape better. Now, why this is so important? Because again, that crucial period where your collagen and elastin are remaking themselves, helping your skin reattach, 
the foams are going to help keep your skin coming down as your swelling is coming down. That's why we use them. So you are not going to have a situation, which we're also going to talk about in a minute, where you get all your swelling down and then you have to wait another two months for your skin to redrape. It's happening at the same time with the Amare Lipo foams. So you want to stick those in your garment when you can fit them in there. There's that. Now, talking about this whole waiting situation, if you have fibrosis, fibrosis is the beginnings of scar tissue. It will become permanent. Fibrosis is hard, fibrous, so fibrinogens, which are proteins, as well as a couple other like thick fibrous proteins that bind together, those proteins are found in lymph fluid. Lymph fluid gets stagnant and stuck and held in one place and congealed and doesn't flow because of a garment, because of you know not getting manual lymphatic drainage, because of not being able to move after surgery. All of those proteins in that lymph fluid kind of get stacked into a brick and then become fibrotic, thick, little webby things in there. And then over time, they become knots and lumps and bumps because they're fibrous, thick bricks of protein, basically. So the lipofoams help to turn that back to lymphatic fluid so you can pee it out or its original state swelling so you can pee it out. So that way your skin starts to come back down. What happens when we have massive fibrosis and we're in a regular garment, just plain old whatever, faha from, you know, wherever you bought it, without any lipofoams, without any soft compression in there, without any help, without any manual lymphatic drainage. If you're doing squeeze massage, it's even worse because you are encouraging scar tissue production. Um, but what happens with that is your garment is continuing to cut off lymphatic flow and it's creating a barrier between your skin and that new baseline of tissue, that bottom layer of tissue from where the lipo is, from where you should be. You are creating a brick of fibrosis and it's pushing the skin away. Now, the skin is now healing. It's at that optimal point where the proteins, elastin, collagen, those are all remaking themselves. So it's healing, but it's healing all the way out here off your body because all the fibrosis is in between and then your skin's back here. Now. That being said, once you actually get rid of your fibrosis, your skin will retract. Um, how much? That is why I started this video by saying you need to consult your doctor. Um, there is a lot. Doctors, doctors don't even know how fibrosis is made. They have no idea. They think it's just like a body thing your body just does. When you stub your toe, your body doesn't create fibrosis. So no, fibrosis is a byproduct of a bad garment, lymph fluid becoming stagnant, lymph fluid becoming trapped. It's lymph fluid that got really sad and stuck in a corner and stuck in one place and just decided to sit there and pout forever and become hard. That is fibrosis. So doing things to encourage breaking that up will then help your skin heal. So, as we know, fibrosis, which I talk about in a bunch of my videos, go on YouTube and find them, Amari Healing Arts, and then just fibrosis, you'll find them. Um, fibrosis will be there for a very long time and can become permanent, as I've said before. Um, fibrosis can also be very quickly resolved if you're doing the right things. When it comes to skin, your fibrosis is not just sticking out of your skin and that's it. Your fibrosis is going layers deep. It's going to that baseline and to your skin. So we have to make sure that all of it's dissolved, turned back to lymph fluid. Then we have to get the lymph fluid out with manual lymphatic drainage or simultaneously like we do it in my practice at the same time. Um, we're doing your lymph drainage and have you on a fibrosis protocol for turning it back to lymph fluid. So we're getting it out. Then your skin has to heal. Now, last little tidbit. If you are addicted to your faha, your skin will not feel right. What does that mean? That means if your doctor has told you to stop wearing it and you still are, you will stop the skin redraping process. Well, you won't stop it, but you'll hinder it. Because think about 
the, the analogy that people like to use all the time is like your abs get lazy right from being in a faha your skin gets lazy too the collagen and the elastin need to be able to heal and toughen up your skin's got to be able to move and breathe normally so you get that nice skin elasticity tone that firmness of your skin if you've been in a faha for so long that you're no swelling no fibrosis and your skin is like mush you need to ditch the faja. This usually happens around six months when you're still in a faja 24-7 or wearing it all the time. Now, caveat to that, I have clients that six months out still have fibrosis and swelling, and that's when they find me is at that six-month mark. You have to be in the faja with the lipofoams to get rid of your fibrosis while you're doing your manual lymphatic drainage massages. Once you have no more fibrosis and no more swelling, then your skin will start to heal. So then, then it's time for that, you know, one to two month period of skin redraping and healing. So there are multiple parts to this. Number one, it's skin redraping is just your skin and your collagen rebuilding itself to reattach to the new baseline. Number two, skin redraping happens at month one to three, usually, usually, usually. Number three, that can be delayed if you have fibrosis and swelling pushing your skin away from your body causing your skin not to redrape and reattach properly to its new baseline, which is your new baseline of tissue, where all the fat was taken out, where your new level of like, let's say fat or muscle is, right? Um, number four, if you have fibrosis, it will make skin redraping take a lot longer and it will actually put a pause on your skin healing. Number four, number five, I forget where I'm on, number five, if you have fibrosis and swelling and you get rid of that fibrosis and swelling, it is still going to take one to two months for your skin redraping, collagen, the elastin, for everything to start to firm up again. Um, because again, that faja is holding your skin 24-7. You're not getting any movement in your skin, in your faja area. So that. Um, we want to make sure that we are stopping the faja when it's not needed. When you no longer have swelling, fibrosis, pain, soreness, numbness, you're out of the faja. That is also, though, something you need to consult your surgeon about. Now, I know, I understand, a lot of you guys are coming from Miami. A lot of you guys, your surgeons don't tell you anything. Um, they say stay in it up to, you know, six weeks, which is two months or sometimes three months. Um, six weeks, generally, if you're having a BBL, you definitely need to be in that bad boy for six um, weeks, sometimes eight, sometimes ten, depending on where your BBL's at. But that is something you need to consult your physician about. You need to talk to your surgeon and say, hey, how long am I in this thing for? And ask them. Ask them about skin redraping. Um, so being in the faja will make your skin mushy. It's not getting proper oxygen. It's not getting proper circulation. If it's too tight, it's definitely not getting circulation. Um, your skin isn't moving the way it normally would to get that normal tone back to it. So the faja can also hinder your entire skin draping process. Um, I think that sums it up. <laughs> now I know a lot of you guys are super worried about this whole skin redraping situation and skin tightening issue. Yes. Taking a supplement, a collagen supplement, Juven, ask your surgeon about Juven. Um, I will put the link to it in a bio or something somewhere so you guys can, you know, go get that. But Juven is also a powder supplement that has minerals and collagen and all that stuff, vitamins to help tighten or heal the skin and help with that whole like skin healing aspect of it. I would consult with your doctor about that before, like in the consult, when you're there at the consult, ask him make or her, make sure that they're actually touching your body, touching your skin, feeling your elasticity, feeling the amount of like collagen and how tone, how much tone you have to your skin to make sure it's going to redrape properly to make sure you're not going to have loose skin. Now, last point, 
I have seen where your surgeon says that you won't have any loose skin, but because you've had fibrosis and swelling for so long, you now have loose skin. Um, or the situation is where you need to go in for a revision and they're like, oh, you're not going to have loose skin. You're going to be fine. They do the revision. You heal. No more swelling. No more fibrosis. It's six months out and you now have loose skin because once again, you deflate that balloon, you take out all of that fat, you suck it out. That skin's just going to be there empty. So please, before you get your liposuction, talk to your surgeon about your loose skin and the redraping process. Talk to them about how long it takes for skin redraping. Talk to them about how long they think that's going to take. Um, specifically with the skin redraping process, because we want to make sure that you're following their instructions, but you're also doing your due diligence on your end. Guys, surgeons don't know much more about this than you do. So serious, they don't get taught this stuff in school. This, all of this knowledge I give you guys is a product of my deep diving on medical journals, my deep diving on talking to surgeons, my deep diving and my background on lymphatic drainage and healing, being a lymphedema therapist, being a post-op certified compression garment fitter or a lymphedema post-op compression garment fitter, whatever. Um, this, all of this stuff that I give you and all this knowledge is a result of me being so active in the field and doing millions of hours of research to help you guys. So surgeons don't do any of this post-op stuff. They're not going to know pretty much any of it um, as far as, you know, like fibrosis and all that stuff. But what they will know is your body. And what they will know is how your surgery is supposed to go and what you're supposed to look like. So you need to have an open conversation with them about your skin before you go doing any skin tightening, before you go getting a tummy tuck, before you go telling your surgeon what you need let them look at your body, let them feel your elasticity, let them feel your skin and see what they say and see if they say it's going to snap back perfectly. Just because you're young does not mean your skin's going to snap back perfectly. Just because you're young doesn't mean that your skin redraping is going to happen like that. I see it most often in younger people that skin redraping, they'll come to me at six months we take about three weeks to get rid of their fibrosis and swelling and heal all the issues. The skin redraping then takes another two months after that. So age has nothing to do with how fast your skin is redraping. Age has nothing to do with how well your skin is redraping. It has to do with the collagen in your body that is part genetics. It has to do with your metabolism. It has to do with your elastin. It has to do with how well you heal your immune system, your lymphatic system. There are a lot of different factors. So with skin redraping, golden, golden rule, use the lipofoams in your garment. If you take anything away from this video, use the Amari lipofoams in your garment to help with skin redraping so that once you get out of your garment, you're not worried about the loose skin. That's all I'm going to say. All right, so link to the lipofoams um, is in our shop. I will link it in the show notes in all of the places, um, YouTube, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. If you guys are on Instagram, it's the link in the bio, Amari Post Off Shop, um, lipofoams, there you go. If you have skin concerns, if you have fibrosis concerns, if you have issues, please stop sending me DMs of your body. I am not opening those DMs. Please call our office. I do not want to see naked pictures of you. No, thank you. Um, call the office, 732-841-0142. Set up a consult, a virtual consult with me, and we can talk about what's going on um, and figure out, you know, how we need to handle it with whatever you have going on post-surgery. Um... And that's pretty much it. Yeah, guys, I, I don't know why you guys think I'm the one in the DMs. Um, I'm in session with clients 99% of the day. So if you DM, the girls in the office are going to tell you you need to call. So give us a call. 
um, set up your virtual consult. And I hope this was somewhat helpful and kind of explain the whole skin redraping process. But that's it. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.